Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog, and this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and some of our favorite food content. And speaking of our favorites, we decided for our last episode of the year, because we are going to be taking a holiday break after this episode and returning in January, we thought let's end the year talking about some of our favorite things. Yeah, because that's what you do during this time of year. Well, right? yeah, it's all those like top best this, top yeah. best that, Spotify wrapped. So this is TMG wrapped. This is TMG wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about some of our favorite recipes that we've made, some of our favorite videos that we've made, some of our favorite podcast episodes, and then just some of our general favorite things from throughout yeah. the year. And that way, because we are you know, going on a little hiatus from the podcast, if you want to go back and revisit any of the things we talk about, you have lots of options. But also, we're still going to be putting out videos, so those won't yeah. be stopping. <laughs> yeah, our content is still going on. Podcast is just taking a break, really. Yeah, yeah. We only give ourselves one break. <laughs> <laughs> and it's from the podcast only. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's needed, but it's I think we'll also miss needed. it. Yeah, no, I I love the podcast because it's such like a nice like weekly routine where you can just kind of, it's just so chill. We just hang yeah. out and talk about something. So no, definitely we'll miss it. But I also welcome a chance to just not think about things. Right. Okay. So do you want to, what category do you want to start with? Um, I have recipes first on so my list. I. So, okay. So we'll start <laughs> with recipes. All right. Are yours, mine aren't in any particular order. Mine aren't in order of favorites, but I did put them in order of like starting at the beginning of the year, then going later. Okay, mine might actually be reverse order the way I've written it then. But okay, you I go did first. write it reverse order, but I could read it backwards. Okay, okay, you go first. Okay, so this, it was interesting because I had a lot of favorites this year. Like I was That's going great. through all the recipes that we made and I was like, wow, this was a good year. Like recipe wise, it was really, really good. And I feel like you have said that throughout the year, too. Yeah. Um, so it was actually really like I was trying to be like, OK, I'm going to pick a top five. It's not five. It's a, it's more than five. I love um, it. But I mean, it's not much more than five, but it's more than five. Um, and I also found it more difficult for me because a lot of the recipes I made this year were like childhood recipes. So my list is a lot of those recipes. So like my first one is the froja tataria, mm -hmm. that vermicelli, vermicelli omelet we made in January. Because it's just like, again, it was just a childhood thing. How could it not be my favorite? And honestly, so, so, so good. Yeah. Simple, delicious, customizable. So good. And also, when I was going through, like, looking for my favorites, I thought about the recipes again. And like that one, imagine making that with just egg. Oh, my so gosh. <gasps> we got to try yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I really, really enjoyed trying that for the first time this year. All right, what's on your what's the first one on your list? Okay, I think this one is first in the year. Um we did a recipe series where it was two pasta recipes <gasps> yes. and the creamy sun-dried tomato pasta. Yeah. It it's like been it's become a staple in my house because everyone loves it so much. I will tell you the internet loves it too. Like that recipe like exploded on Pinterest for us this year. It oh consistently gosh. brings in so many views. 
Like, I think this month alone, it was 1,500 views on our blog. And I am only 1,400 of them. (laughs) So, like, that's 100 other people that really liked this recipe. That's a big deal. But, yeah, no, I 100% agree. That recipe was just, like, it was perfect. There's nothing I would change about that recipe. It's literally a perfect recipe. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, it is so good. Um... So my second one is from February, uh, popcorn cookies. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I love I love those cookies. Also, like my mom's obsessed with those cookies. So like I feel like I I like to pick recipes that I other people obsess with because I'm like, oh, because th- like I'm like, it's not just me. This is a really good recipe. Um, but yeah, no, those popcorn cookies were just so fun. So delicious. They're just so good. I really they're so comforting. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, kind of like that validation when somebody else becomes like really obsessed with the recipe you're like right i knew it it's like when somebody gets really happy when you give them a gift you're like oh my god that was the best gift i've ever given someone because look at their reaction right yeah so like that's sometimes how you determine what your favorite recipes are also this recipe is just delicious but <laughs> yeah it's just another really great tmg cookie recipe yeah. hello okay i have i i feel like this one might be on your list because it is one that you created from your childhood this year it's the ricotta pastitsis yeah that was next on my list too. okay yeah <laughs> honestly so good and i went into it kind of intimidated because obviously we were still filming apart so i didn't know what how to make it and you actually took the extra step to film yourself making it ahead of time so that i could follow along to make yeah. the recipe i don't know if you would have been able to make it if i didn't do that probably like, not I mean Let's you be probably honest. would have been able to make it but not as well as you did the first time that yes a hundred percent true it would have been uh a disgrace <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah that recipe I think is probably my favorite recipe of the year because that is one of those recipes like the froja tatati is one of those things that I never thought I'd have again but it was also one of those things that I was like oh one day maybe mm-hmm. but like the pastetsi was like something that I was like, there's no way I'll ever be able to have a pastetsi again. So actually being able to make that and it took so long to get right. Like that recipe is definitely, if if not number one, like top two. Yeah, this is one of those ones where it's not only taste, but it's also like the technical side of it for me that was like, it has to stand above because it tasted so freaking good. I knew how many times you had tested it <laughs> and just like all the technique that went into making it. Like, you got to respect that. Yeah. And honestly, like, from what I could tell, there wasn't any other vegan pastetsi recipe that I found online. So I, like, I was very proud to be able to make that vegan for Maltese people and other people who haven't had these before. Yeah. And with any of those recipes where people come and comment and they're like, I have been looking for a rest a vegan version of this recipe. This is like my childhood or something like that. Yeah. When you get a comment like that on a recipe, it is the best. No, truly the best. When it's people like who be like, oh, I've been vegan five years and haven't had this in so long because I couldn't. I was like, oh, my God, this is like that's that's what makes making recipes so fun. Right. Um, so next on my list, also a childhood one was the vegan molasadish. So the Portuguese mm-hmm. donuts mm-hmm. like ha- donuts can't not make the list. I know They're donuts <laughs> like so so delicious those donuts were like exactly it also got like my dad's stamp of approval everything like it was so good and like from what i remember they were pretty simple to make right yeah super easy to make yeah no i enjoyed making those too 
again, didn't know what I was doing, didn't know what they were supposed to taste like, but they were delicious. And that was one of those ones where as I was making it, I sent you a picture and you're like, try this and adjust. And so I learned as I was making it. No, yeah, it was, that one was so fun to make. It was actually, it was one of those complete opposite of Tepistitsis where it was super easy to make the recipe because it's a, it's a general donut dough and like, it's not too difficult to mess up if you kind of know the basics of a donut dough. Uh, but it was just so satisfying, the end result, and the fact that it wasn't difficult to make. Yeah. I just love the fact that, like, throughout probably every cuisine around the world, there is some kind of fried dough recipe. Yeah. And it's always a little bit different, but it's always so, so good. Like, I almost want to create a series where I just try all the different fried doughs from around the world, because, like, that I can get behind. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, my next one, I'm pretty sure I might be skipping quite a few months with this. I lost track. But it has to be the buffalo oyster mushroom sandwich. On my list too. Like, it's from July. Oh my gosh, that sandwich. And that the fact that we got a crispy oyster mushroom chicken in the air fryer because of this new like brush it with oil every five minutes technique genius oh my gosh i do that all the time now it's so good that's the one recipe that i feel like competes with the pastetsis for me for one or two spots because like you would never know that was made in an air fryer no like not not in texture not in taste it's still just as indulgent as like one that was deep fried or shallow fried like it is so so good and the like meaty texture from oyster mushrooms is unmatched and it even had the technique of soaking them in like a buttermilk for the mushrooms in a buttermilk for a little bit so like just all those components so so good and i even like took that technique and made like a turkey flavored version at thanksgiving because i was like this is genius let's do it again sorry buffalo sauce you can't come to this one yeah, it's honestly, it's such a great way to deep, like, to get that deep fried flavor and taste without actually having to deep fry. So, like, college students, if you have an air fryer, you can have a crispy fried mushroom sandwich without a deep fryer. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Yeah, it is so good. Definitely a number one or two for me. It's so hard to decide. It is so good. <laughs> and the pictures of it, just like everything when that recipe came out, I was like, this one is going on a list. This one is special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so next on my list is from September. Again, another childhood favorite, but was Popish, Portuguese mm-hmm. Popish. Mm-hmm. Super simple. Again, another one that for some reason I was like, oh, I just won't have this again, even though it's so easy to veganize. It's just non-dairy milk. Um, but it was so good and it's one of those that's like so comforting. Like it literally it was just like, yeah, this is what I needed. Especially this year. Honestly, I don't really understand how it's so simple and how it's so good. Right? You know? It doesn't really make sense. No, it no, it doesn't. And even when you made it and I tried it for the first time, I'm like this kind of just tastes like to me like a vanilla pudding, but like we just whipped it up like that? Yeah, it is it's I think it's traditionally a breakfast. I've always had it as a dessert. It is so good. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah, I gotta make that so one easy. again. Yeah. And like that one, I also really enjoyed that recipe too. Because it's so simple, I was able to test it a bunch. So I tested it with like four or five different milks and like detailed that in the blog post so that everybody... So it was like more of a thorough recipe. People could be like, oh, it doesn't work with this milk, but it does work with this milk. 
Yeah. And because it is so simple, they're really likely to have all the ingredients on hand. They just might have like a different type of the ingredient. So it makes it so easy for people to go make right away. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it was like one of the, was it one? Of, I feels like one of the first recipes we filmed together again in the new style. It was the very first recipe in the new style that we published Okay, because I was like, I feel like that's when we discovered that we were accidentally doing ASMR food stuff. <laughs> yeah, because it was literally, <laughs> we published that September 1st. Okay. So it was the very first recipe of our new, like, recipe style and, like, recipes on Wednesday instead. Oh, good times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the last one on my list. Mm-hmm. It's the mini apple fritters. Mine too! My last one on my list. Amazing. So we have a lot of overlap. I kind of thought we might. Yeah. But like those were so... Sometimes apple fritters can be really complicated in the technique. Especially if you do a yeasted dough. Yeah. But I really like the way that you made the recipe because it was so easy. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just like making like a... The same similar way you'd make like a savory fritter if you were doing like a corn fritter or things like that. You would just make a quick batter, toss in some corn and fry it. So you just kind of apply the same principles and it's so good. It's genius. Like all the steps are right there. Just turn it sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was, it's really good. I love that recipe so much. I like that they're mini and small. I mean, that they hello. Take, yes. <laughs> that they take like no time at all to make. Um, and they're kind of customizable. You can change the glaze up. You can add a different fruit if you want. It's really, really, it's an easy recipe to play around with because there's no like yeast involved and rise time and the moisture content isn't as sensitive as a donut dough would be. So would you ever make a version where you add cranberries? Of course. I have that in a <laughs> recipe brainstorm already, Devin. Amazing. <laughs> obviously (laughs) okay just checking that was a test (laughs) cranberry membership still in check president of the cranberry fan club still allowed (laughs) oh 100 percent um and i will say so it's not on my list but one that i think is a very good honorable mention and it's not out yet but the uh mushroom stew we have coming out in Mm. december really really delicious i I also considered adding one that isn't on the list yet (laughs) The buffalo chicken dip that comes out at the end of the oh, month. Oh, like, I forgot about that recipe. <gasps> Never forget. Oh, it definitely has to be added to the honorable mentions thing. Right? Yeah, that's the last recipe of the year. So good. Stay tuned. Going out with a banger. <laughs> All right. Do you want to get into non-recipe videos? Yeah. This was a good year. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had so much fun with our content this year. We really just like anything goes in the best way possible. <laughs> No, honestly, like it was so fun to kind of go through all of the recipes and videos because I was like, wow, we had so much fun this year. Right? It was so nice. (laughs) I feel like I could have made this one much longer, but I I really tried to keep it short. Me too. I honestly feel like most of the videos we put out, especially in the later half of the year, but even the beginning half, I feel like I could have included all of them on the list. Yeah. They were all just so fun. Okay, do you want to go first again? Sure. Um, So my first one, I remember really enjoying it at the time. And I also think it's a great video still. I really, really like it. Early in the year, I think it's one of our first non-recipe videos of the year. The Vegan Hacks video. Mm -hmm. I loved that video. It was so fun. I felt so professional in that video. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you said that in the video too. 
I was like, I feel like I'm on a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it was kind of more informative than some of our videos are, but still like, look at the food. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I loved that video. I thought it was so fun. And I liked the way it turned out too. Like I thought it was an enjoyable watch. Yeah. I just like talking about crispy tofu in that video forever. Yeah. <laughs> Devin could make a whole series about crispy tofu. Oh, good times. <laughs> okay. Um, the first one on my list, I think if we're going in order, is sort of a recurring series, turned into a recurring series, but when we did Will It Waffle? Oh, I considered putting that on my list too. Or we just tested things in waffle irons. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That that was a fun one. <laughs> like, not only did we discover some really, really good hacks, shout out to Pillsbury Biscuits and uh, Beyond Meat mini burgers in your waffle maker, um, but it was just so fun. Just like the right kind of chaos. Yeah, that where you just kind of get to go into the kitchen without, like, you, you kind of have a plan because you have a list of things you're going to try. But then you just kind of do it. You just go for it. There's no like set recipe. It's so fun to do that stuff. Yeah. And like truly did not know what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. No. Was it you tried the brownies, right? And they just like completely oh like my liquefied. Gosh. <laughs> I chose to forget about those. They were terrible. <laughs> my goodness. But And the grilled cheese was like somewhere in the middle because it got crispy and stuff. But all of the cheese was trying to escape. Yeah, I feel like it has potential, but requires much more uh, thought. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe different cheeses. I don't know. Yeah. So one of my next ones, and I wasn't even in this video, but I love this video, <laughs> was when you veganized the chef show spaghetti. Oh. I loved that. I was so proud of that. <laughs> yeah, no. So I wasn't in this video at all, but I really, really enjoyed that video a lot. And I think it did really well. I think think so and just like for me that's like the first recipe ever where I have felt like I I knew what I was doing you know yeah I also like I really enjoy because like you have or you had at least certain like food preferences on things you liked and didn't like I really enjoy watching you make things that change your mind about like you didn't like meatballs no and then you but you love this recipe if you had told me last year that in 2021, I was going to become obsessed with spaghetti and meatballs, <laughs> I would have said, yeah, right. Never. Never. Yeah. So I like I feel like that was such a fun one because it was like I love seeing people like find those recipes that overcome those food dislikes. Changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, John Favreau and Roy Choi. Yeah. Still to this day, every time we make that recipe, I'm just like. Oh my gosh, guys, this is so good. <laughs> this is just like amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the next one on my list, which is part two of a series that we did, is when we tested milk substitutes in the scones. Mm, like the I have the egg substitute okay. one on my... <laughs> I thought you might, and yeah. I decided to put the milk one just because I feel like it was way more shocking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> One, it was incredibly shocking. And I will agree. I think the milk one was more fun because we were together for it. Yeah, it's hard to compete with that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I love that like mini series type thing that we have going on. We don't do it a ton. We've only done it twice this year. But like, it's so fun. 
Yeah, and there's just so much more potential to try different substitutes. And like even towards the end, end of that video, when we started just doing blind taste tests and trying to guess which substitute it was, oh my goodness, I love doing that kind of stuff. Or when we just randomly were like, let's do it with water. <laughs> and water blew our minds. Which is almost equivalent to what the carbonated water did with yeah. the cookies. <laughs> yeah, what water is, is so magical. Yeah, what is going on here? <laughs> So another one that I really like that I think we've done a couple times, maybe once or twice, uh, is the cooking with mystery ingredients. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. I love it as a concept, but I also love it as just like an entertaining video to watch. We need to do that. We haven't done that one when we've been together yet. Yeah. Because like my roommates were not very nice to me. I would like another chance. (laughs) We'll have to do it together we can also do where like we put all the ingredients i have like in a bowl and we pick out random ones that we have to pair together oh my god we should yes yeah i love that okay. we should definitely do that oh god i'm gonna once regret my saying kitchen, that once my kitchen is all in functioning order yeah we'll do that um but yeah no that video is so fun and i think it's something that like people should just do if you're in like a cooking rut i feel like just have people pick your ingredients for you and you come up with something yeah, hopefully they're nicer than my family was. <laughs> yeah, David's family was ruthless <laughs> on like every occasion because I think we've done it twice, and on both occasions they were ruthless. They no. were just like we. They're just like we never eat this, so I'm gonna put this in. So we're gonna put ketchup and mangoes together. <laughs> Honestly, that was their mindset, and it was also like we know you already kind of struggle with cooking, so we're just gonna make it even harder. <laughs> but to be fair, I think you did so well in both of them. I did okay. I'm not sure I would make any of those things again. No, but considering the ingredients you got, I think you did pretty good. (sighs) You're right. Thank you. (laughs) I realize I've gone like completely out of order in naming my favorite videos, but I'm just going to keep going with it. And again, it's a new series we invented where we turned the kitchen into a bakery. How can that not be on the list? It's on my list too. And also I like spoiler alert, there's, or it's out already, isn't it? Yeah. The holiday one too. So both of them, so good. Honestly, because just like the joy that that brought us the entire time. Yeah, it was also one of the first, it was one of the first videos of our new format of like Sundays being whatever days now. And also one of the first videos we filmed together again too. Like it wasn't the first video, but it was one of the first ones where we just kind of like, it was so fun. We just kind of got to just, do whatever we wanted to yeah and because we hadn't been cooking or baking together for like a year and a half or whatever it was when we did that specific video that was kind of one of the first times where we were like really tag teaming with getting the recipes and just like I don't know we were just in sync and just getting it done like we really did have a bakery yeah No, honestly, I think both of those videos, both the holiday one and the first one we did, have been the most fun videos to film because they're just, there's like, I don't know how to explain it other than saying it's so fun. Yeah. Like the first one felt like when we finished it, we were like, I don't even know if people are going to enjoy this, but we had the best time ever. So we have to do this again. And then people did really enjoy it. So for the second one, it's kind of like, we're all in on this. We all know we love it, right? Let's just go for it. And it's just so fun to just bake. Like, it is just so fun to just bake together. Yeah. But yeah, no, without a doubt, that, I think including recipe videos, that 
the first one in particular like the holiday one i love too but the first one in particular has been my favorite one to film my favorite one to watch everything it was so fun oh yeah definitely go rewatch that one yeah also it wouldn't be a favorites without pinterest recipes oh halloween my. bruce <laughs> he has to be on the list yeah i knew it bruce can't not be on the list still also like legit definitely one of the best videos to film of the year it's just so fun oh yeah every year any kind of pinterest but especially halloween because we get to dress in costumes yeah like, you can't <laughs> top that it's yeah it's i i don't know what it is about putting on a shark costume and baking that is so fun <laughs> but it's fun i highly recommend everybody do it and because it was our first year doing that as like a two-parter right because we did the savory and then the sweet yeah the two-parter was fun i really enjoyed being able to actually like spread it out yeah even though we still filmed it all in one day so <laughs> the sweet one you're getting us already like part way through the day and that's usually when we get a little bit more loopy so yeah yeah <laughs> that just adds like a fun little twist to that one yeah but yeah no bruce can't not make the list bruce is a what bruce brings out the best in me i think he brings out something in you that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's a whole vibe, but also you become a talk show host. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> okay, I have one more favorite video. Mm-hmm. I want to know if it's the same one as I do. I have one more, too. Okay. I, it's the reunion vlog? Did oh, you know? no, but I was going to put that on the list. I just thought, like, how can that not yeah. be on the list? Because it was, it's, it's a, it was a much-needed moment. Yeah, highly anticipated long awaited just like had some good feels at the beginning and then we just like kind of went right back into how we always were together like we had never been apart <laughs> yeah there was not any kind of like oh what do we do it was just yeah we're filming yeah and we just did like a Q&A towards the end of it and uh we're just our usual goofy selves yeah yeah, no, I, I contemplated putting that one on, but I was like, I was just like, I feel like I'm putting it on for really cheesy reasons. And because like, I was like, the reunion has just felt so good. <laughs> I like cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my last one on my list is the decorating cakes video. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that video. That was so fun. Because I feel like it's one of those things that like a year or two years ago we would have been like is it enough for a video to just so sit true. down yeah and like decorate a cake but like we did it and it's so fun it's so fun and even as we were doing it too we we're like are we talking enough is this interesting <laughs> enough but like we we're just so focused on the cakes yeah no i think i think i was pleasantly surprised with both of our skills and i was also just like it was so nice to just not like let our minds be like no this isn't enough for a video we just did something we wanted to do we just yeah. did something we really enjoy doing yeah. and it was so fun and it's gonna be a series whether people like it or not exactly because <laughs> we have all those supplies yeah we bought a lot i spent a lot of money on supplies <laughs> i need to use them we're just gonna get you a new turntable or cake i will say yeah i need a new turntable though i will say i didn't even come close to finishing that cake <laughs> It was a lot of cake to eat. And this is a behind the scenes thing that you didn't hear about in the video, really. And no one else knows. But that day before we started filming, 
some cakes fell on the ground. That was kind of a rough lead up to that video. We lost some really cakes along was. the way. Yeah, it was it was a rough lead up for sure. That mental image of turning around after you're like, oh no, and there's just this cake in pieces on the ground. Because it, like, it had fallen onto the kitchen uh, chair. chair, the dining chair, slid off <laughs> onto the floor. It like water slided off of the dining chair. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, that wraps up my, I mean, I think we also have some really good ones coming out in December. December's always a fun time for like whatever videos I th- I find. Oh yeah, holiday content. Yeah, holiday content is so fun. Okay, now our favorite podcast episodes of the year? I have a long list. Oh my gosh, amazing. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Um. So my first one starts with uh, what chef taught us about cooking and creativity mm-hmm. from February. Mm-hmm. A- anything to do with chef i'm gonna put on a favorite list right and like from that whole series we did where we watched movies or shows or food stuff and then talked about it like that one uh is probably uh, number one and then like a close second for me was the two-parter uh samine salt fat it's acid heat yeah, yeah those one those two for me was like those are the best examples of that series and we were also we're just like so excited about both of those pieces of content this is the thing too i feel like both of us um are such like we both really like films we both really like television shows like we like that kind of stuff so being able to find to be able to bring something we enjoy doing in our free time to our podcast and tmg is so fun i loved that we were able to start like uh like tv movie type review hang out and talk about films type of series because it's my favorite podcast to listen to or podcasts about movies yeah so it was so nice to be able to do that i loved those ones and like honestly we have such a bottomless list of things to talk about we just decide that week that we're like maybe we'll do this one even though there's like 10 others that we could have chosen (laughs) yeah i don't really remember when we talked about this but it's the episode called is ice cream a dessert (laughs) <laughs> where we ended up ranking all desserts and somehow along the way we got we're like what even is ice cream is it enough to be a dessert but we also like an existential crisis about ice cream kind of yeah we kind of did and i i don't even know if we had a popular dessert ranking compared to other people because i remember after we recorded that i was like asking my entire family i was like so what's your ranking oh what's yours and like no one i think we put cookies and donuts at yeah. the top of and ours pie was probably up there at least yeah. for me maybe yeah but everyone else was kind of like what no i know which like what <laughs> okay we discussed our reasoning so yeah. good luck arguing with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i actually i really enjoy the episodes where we just kind of get to talk We're yeah just like let's just talk about cookies or let's just <laughs> talk about whatever dessert uh right and there's so many desserts like we had a oh long God, list so to desserts. start ranking that was so yeah. fun yeah it was a lot of fun next on my list is uh from may guy fietti's food network takeover in the future of cable food tv oh okay i kind of figured because you know guy huge guy fietti fan yeah fan club president also cranberries you know (laughs) all that love him so much and i also just again it was like that intersection of like i love the food network i love to be able to like talk about food tv food media all that kind of stuff it's so fun to be able to 
talk about things that you do in your free time in like quote unquote work. Yeah. And just even the history of food TV itself is so fascinating and what it's done for cooking and being a chef as like also an entertainment person and a celebrity like all of that has changed so much because of tv and has changed the way people look at cooking no yeah i really like the episodes where like as much as i i love 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 the episodes where we just chat chat and hang out but i also love the episodes that feel more structured and like researched kind of behind so i really i really enjoyed that one it was fun Oh, yeah. It's so fun researching food stuff. Oh, my goodness. I realize that's one of my favorite ways to learn about history is food through a food (laughs) lens. Okay. um, Speaking of episodes where we just kind of talk, my next one is creating our dream food truck. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one was so, so good. It had to be on the list. Kind of almost inspired the Turning Our Kitchen into a Bakery series, right? Yeah, our make-believe series, yes. <laughs> yeah, because basically we can turn the kitchen into a make-believe food truck too. We will. Exactly. We absolutely will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, that was so fun. It's one of those things, it's like the same thing to me as like when we do a video testing random things or like doing the like milk taste test where you just kind of get to have fun and be creative and like nothing's off limits. You can just try whatever you want. Yeah, and I feel like we came up with so many good ideas and it's just good that we have it on record so we can go back and listen (laughs) when we're creating our menus like we had some really good structure and even just like specialty items that we were going to work in my goodness that episode will make you so hungry yeah we'll recreate some of the recipes in our future when we create our kitchen turn our kitchen into a food truck yeah exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) so the next one on my list uh is another movie one Chocolat and Feminism. Mm-hmm. I loved that one. And that movie in general, it still sticks out in my mind for some reason. I can't. I don't really know why. Like that's one where I, I had never seen it before at all before I watched it for the podcast. And it is such a good movie. And chocolate, like I've never focused so much on chocolate as such like a delicacy. Yeah, but also watching pe- like again, this doesn't have a huge focus on food all the time. But, like, watching people make chocolate is so fun. Yes. Like, so fun. <laughs> it is such an art. Yeah. But, like, that movie is, like, honestly, it's one of, it's the most perfect movie because it makes you think. But then it also, like, you just, like, fall into this, like, oh, my God, I want chocolate. Oh, my God, this looks so good. You learn things. Like, there's so much to that film. It's such a deep film. And there's so, like... I feel like on the surface, people are like, oh, it's a movie about making chocolate. But then when you actually like pay attention and watch it, there is so much to that film uh, that is just so good and highly recommend it for everyone. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. Yeah, because you get these characters, like you'll get characters that make you so angry. You'll get characters that make you feel like so inspired. And then you just get like some really funny characters and heartwarming moments like it's kind of just got a little bit of everything so it feels really emotionally balanced and I think that's why you get so invested in it beyond just the chocolate mm-hmm. and I really just I liked our discussion in that podcast episode it was so fun yeah okay uh my next one because I like food history is iconic food trends through the years Ooh, because yeah. we just learned about so many strange food trends that specifically North America has gone through. Like we can't not discuss 
putting foods in jello when we talk about food <laughs> trends. Yeah, definitely cannot. That that was a vibe. Um <laughs> you could say that. Yeah, I don't know if we need that one to come back. But definitely don't. What an interesting list to go through. <laughs> yeah, no, it it was a fun one. Yeah, I think food history is one of those things that people don't appreciate enough. Like it is so cool. Like people eat a completely different way then like it's one of those things i was watching my mom was watching this random show i don't remember what network it was on where they put this family into different decades so like it's like the social experiment where they live in this house and they go through like the 60s and this is what life would be like in the 60s and here's some tasks you can do here's the food you're gonna make the design of the house is all about the 60s then they transfer it to the 70s and they take them through history and like seeing the different types of food they make like it is food history is so fun Oh my goodness, that sounds so cool. And I just love like the little facts that I now will just bring up all the time. Like the fact that when Pop-Tarts first came out, they sold out so fast, they couldn't keep them on the shelves. And also they were naked. They didn't even have the frosting on them yet. Naked. Because it was actually a struggle with Pop-Tarts going in the toaster with the frosting and it not catching on fire. (laughs) We had to figure that out. (laughs) Devin is a wealth of food history knowledge now. (laughs) Oh, uh, but so yeah, fun. no, that's such a fun one. Food history is so fun to dive into. If history class was about food, I would have liked it a lot more. Right? That, <laughs> I have been thinking about that so much lately. <laughs> uh, so the next one on my list is uh, the recipes and chefs who taught us to love food. <gasps> that one was next on my list too. Oh, I loved that one. Again, it's another one where you get to kind of just talk about like your childhood, your like idols and the icons that you grew up with and the people who inspired you to do things like who doesn't love to talk about that stuff? Yeah. And to hear people talk about it is one thing, but for you yourself to talk about it and remind yourself of those things, like I felt re-inspired by these people just by talking about them and recognizing the way they have shaped how I approach food and how I approach cooking. Uh, yeah, no, it was it was so fun to kind of go back in your own history, I feel like. Yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, what did I watch when I was like 10? Why do I like food now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just like ugh, learning about flavor and just cook. Like shout out to Roy Choi, Samin Nosrat, and Christina Tosi. Yes. That's our Mount Rushmore of cooking legends. Yeah, for especially t- now. Like, yes. The ones we pay attention to the most now. That's our, yeah, our current roster. <laughs> yeah. So you go next, right? Uh, I, I don't have that. any more. Oh, I okay. I have rest. a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had remixing Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought about that one because that one was so, one. so. And we had such good ideas. I actually made That's my what idea. I mean. Like, we're geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are. Like, such genius. No, yeah, I just, it was another one that's just so fun. You get to be creative. You get to kind of come up with things that might not even be possible, but you just get to have fun and talk about food. It's so fun. It felt similar to the food truck one. The same kind of, like, let's develop ideas around food and talk them through. Yeah, I agree. And then my last one on the list, for more, like, like personal reasons, was changing our YouTube videos after five years. Ooh, that's a bi- that's a pretty big one. Yeah, I thought it was just, it was one of those that it was like finally nice to just kind of talk about things. Like not that we're closed people. We talk about a lot on the podcast, especially. Mm -hmm. But like it was, it was a nice, like, I feel like it was a needed one after a year and a half of what life is now. 
Yeah, and it had been something that we had been talking about just to each other for a long time, and it felt yeah. good to have somewhere we, where we fully articulated what went into that decision and what we were hoping to get out of it and what we hope our audience would get out of it. Yeah. And so far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> no, I honestly, I do think, I think looking back on, because since you don't have any more on your list, right? No. I think looking back on all the stuff that we've done this year, like I'm I'm very happy we made the change. I'm very happy with where our content is. I think like, I think this year was an important year after last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we made some necessary changes we needed to make for ourselves. And no, I, I'm, I'm like incredibly happy with where it's at. Yeah. And we also, we got the channel and ourselves to the point where making this change made sense. Like, I don't think we would have done it two years ago, but for some reason, like the way that we film our Sunday videos now, like the, just the casual and the comfort level, I don't think you would have seen from us yeah three years ago like it's just different no I know it just it feels like we're doing we're being more us even though like we never really hid anything before but I think the content we're doing allows us to be more us now yeah yeah that's what it is (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no honestly I think I think like six months ago if I thought like I was as much like love TMG obviously but I was really tired with TMG like I think there was a lot going on again also we were apart so mm-hmm. it was harder to do. Um, but I think, like, thinking about six months ago where we were just exhausted and tired and, like, frustrated that we still weren't able to film together again, to now, it's such, like, a night and day thing. It's so fun. It's yeah. so nice to be able to, like, think back on that. And that's so important when you're kind of just doing it for yourself. Like, we're the bosses here. So <laughs> Exactly. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Yeah, we got to answer to ourselves. We can do what we want. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you want to talk about some other favorites? Yeah, these are just other things that we've enjoyed throughout the year. Things or people. But that sounds weird things. to say it that way. <laughs> I've really enjoyed a lot of people this year. <laughs> well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> no, yeah, let's talk about. So what are some of the things you've enjoyed this year, Devin? Okay, I absolutely cannot not talk about Ted Lasso. (laughs) Like I don't I don't know the last time I was this obsessed with a show. With anything, actually. Like I just there are no words for the amount of joy this show gives me. But and just like how well done it is. Because it's not just funny. It's like emotionally really, really heavy. Like I will laugh and cry every single episode. And all of the characters are so well done. I, I like I can't stop watching it. I haven't seen it. So I can't speak to the... Yeah, but I'm so excited for you because you get to see it for the first time. (laughs) I mean, though, I don't know when because I don't have... It's Apple, right? Yeah. Like, I don't see myself buying Apple TV. What if you had a free trial? Maybe, yeah. Okay. Or maybe I'll just come over to your house. Okay, we will watch it. Yes, I like that. I'll make sure there's good snacks. Okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) But just so many good characters. So many important storylines that they talk about, too. I just, I wish it, like, with Apple, it feels less accessible than other shows. I wish that wasn't the case, but my goodness, it is my happy place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I, I have, I don't have a list of shows or TV or anything. 
Um, I honestly can't even remember what I've seen this year. Were you just rewatching a lot of stuff? A lot of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. A lot of Grey's. Um, but that's girl. okay. Um, I will say one of my favorites on this like media train type thing, it was nice to go back to a theater. Oh, um, yeah. I went back to a theater for the first time in a year and something. Because that's like something Hutch and I used to do like all the time. Yeah. Uh, we went to see, we've seen, we've been to the theater twice now, I think. We saw, oh, we saw Halloween, the new Halloween. Great. Right. Right. Really, really great. And then we saw Dune. Dune. Yeah, we went to see Dune. Oh, Dune okay. was fine. Yeah. Oh, it was fine. It was good. <laughs> it's, it's too long. I hate, I, it takes so much for me to be able to sit through a two and a half hour movie. Oh, this is a really good review of your mediocre <laughs> things. <laughs> but I will say Jason Momoa in Dune was great. Okay, there you go. Fantastic. I yeah. feel like this was more you saying movie theater experience. Great. Yeah. Movies. Oh, yeah. A okay. plus movie theater experience. <laughs> Uh, but continue with your list, your favorite things. Okay, the next three things on my list are all foods. Okay. Like, <laughs> like products that we didn't have last year that we have oh, now. Oh, Just Egg. Well, technically we did try the liquid Just Egg in 2020. We did? Yeah, it was like one of the last, it's in that lost vlog that never got posted because we got it in the <laughs> States before oh, okay. COVID uh, struck. Um. Yeah, so I didn't count that one as a 2021 product, even though, yeah, Just Egg is top <laughs> tier. Yeah. Um, but speak- it is a breakfast thing because it's the Beyond Breakfast Sausages. Oh, yeah. Those are so good. I, like, recently tried those, and those are delicious. Like, I just... Beyond Sausages, still to this day, I think are my favorite mock meat product. Like, I just... And the sausages hold up just as well. The oh breakfast sausages, honestly, are some of the best breakfast sausages, period. Meat or not meat, I have ever eaten. They are so good. Yeah, and I love that we're just seeing more and more breakfast options. I am so friggin' here for it. Yeah. Okay, the next food is the Borson Dairy-Free Ooh. Garlic and Herb Spread. I... Okay, one thing about that. I love how universally everyone's like, this is the best vegan cheese. That feels so rare. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like from vegans and non-vegans across the board, everyone is like, no, this is good. Yeah. This stands up to what you would expect it to be if you were a non-vegan. Yeah. No, they did so well. And uh, the fact that it comes in one, I know you said you missed like the original wrapping. You wish it still had that. But you yeah. get a bigger quantity and you also, there's a Costco sized version. Like what? It's huge. Well, yeah. It is huge. I bought it. I still have it in my fridge. It is so big. It might be too big. Uh. I think it actually is. <laughs> At least it lasts a long time. It's not like it expires tomorrow. Yeah. But like it is such a big container. Yeah. But that just what a time. What a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive, you know? Yeah. Okay. My final one is Miss Vicky's spicy dill pickle chips. Oh, I yeah. cannot stop great. eating those. Yeah. buying them as soon as i open the bag and i start eating it and then it gets really spicy but i can't stop eating it because they're just they're so so addicting and so good. no they're really good yeah perfect level I of spice agree. and i just i used to love miss vicky's jalapeno chips but those ones aren't vegan and this this is a really good like this fills that void so i'm really happy that that we all discovered those this year <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, really. Were were they new this year or did people just start discovering them this year? I don't know, but I feel like they're new this year. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm just going to go ahead and say they're the chip of 2021. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I probably had them, them more than I've had ketchup chips, which is wild to me. I think I've had them maybe more as soon once I first tried them. I've had them more than any other chip. Oh, now I miss ketchup chips. Okay, interesting. <laughs> it's my chip of the year. Ketchup <laughs> chips. Every year. Um, I can't think of any food. I kind of thought maybe you would put Remedy Booch. Ooh, yeah, Remedy. Remedy was a big one for me. Obviously, it was not founded this year. It's been around. No, but uh, did they but introduce like... new flavors this year? Or did it just seem like they did? I don't know. So they're Australian-based. Yeah. So they might have had them already and then brought them to Canada. Yeah. But like the Mango Passion? Hello. So good. The peach? Yes, please. So good. All, honestly, I, it's hard to have a bad flavor from Remedy. It is so good. Yeah. We can't not talk about our favorite products. We can't talk about our favorite products and not talk about Remedy. Yeah, I agree. What else do you talk about? What other favorite things you got? The rest are all podcasts. Other podcasts to listen to. Uh, I think my maybe my top podcast of the year is called Fogo fear of going outside spotify tell you it was your favorite podcast of the year actually it didn't and i think spotify is really bad at its job so i think spot i think you're wrong i think spotify is your favorite podcast is the one you listen to the most yeah well i think spotify is wrong (laughs) yeah but this one well this one was also new this year and it's just like one of the best shows i've listened to all year wow yeah because it's the host ivy is a she loves the indoors but she decides it's time to explore like what's the big deal about the great outdoors and she is so funny she is so relatable and she also explores it from like perspective of people from different races people from different genders Mm. and people from different upbringings how they experience and how they are accepted in the outdoors industry so it, it goes to a lot of important places, but she is also just like so, so funny because she's a comedian and she's a really good storyteller for this show. And I think she actually got to do it through some kind of Spotify podcaster incubator program, but I would highly recommend listening to the whole series. It's a really fun time. Honestly, that sounds like right up my alley. I am an indoors person who doesn't understand the appeal to outdoors. There's there's this one part of it where she goes to like an MEC to buy the gear that she needs and her struggles with sleeping bags oh my gosh so hilarious I hate camping you will love this show then okay it's made for people (laughs) like you (laughs) perfect I have a my recent memory of any kind of camping was like a couple years ago and I was the grumpiest person alive the next day I hated it then this will Um, speak to you yeah so what's next on your list uh the next podcast is called lecker a food podcast and in season four of the show she talks all about kitchens and how they have evolved like from a historical perspective from like a cultural perspective how we feel in the kitchens how they are made all of these it's just like a really fun and informative listen about this room in the house that is really uniform throughout so many houses and yet we kind of need it to be more unique yeah 
That's so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, it's really, really well done. Um, and then the last one I will say, which is also a food one, is called Unforked. It's done by CBC, and it's an explore- exploration of different food topics, but it does a really good job of being equal parts funny, informative, and kind of just um, personable. Like, it doesn't feel like an NPR yeah. educational show, but you are still learning a lot, and it's just, it's really, really well done. I would recommend the episode on either food as a love language or MSG. Both really, really good episodes. Um, I can add in a podcast. Bring basically the only podcast I listen to. <laughs> uh, How did this get made? So, so good. good. So good. Like it is Spotify was correct. It is my <laughs> most listened to podcast of the year. It is incredible. Jason Manzukis is hilarious. Paul Shear is hilarious. June Diane Raphael is hilarious. They're all great. They're incredible hosts together, but they're also incredible hosts individually when it's just like Paul and um, Jason or whoever, all that kind of stuff. It's so good. Honestly, it's so good. They're so funny. I've dis- If you are a big fan of like B-movies, highly recommend this podcast because you'll discover so many. Um, highly recommend all the episodes they do on the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> They're so great. And they like everything, like they love the Fast and the Furious movies like I do, where they recognize that it's the most ridiculous movie yeah. of all time. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, no, honestly, my favorite podcast, so good. Nothing will ever top that podcast. It's hilarious. <laughs> all right, all right. It is a good time. And Jason Manzukis is just hilarious wherever he is. On- He's my favorite human being. <laughs> he is so funny. Like, also, if you haven't watched his episodes of uh, Nailed It, that, like, baking yeah. show on Netflix, he is so funny. Like, Hutch and I still say, like, quotes from his episode all the time. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I've line. seen that. Oh, my God. Police. I think he's in two episodes. So good. Okay. He's so funny. It is so, so good. Hi- Go watch those episodes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what do you, what else do you have to finish out your list? Um, so I got a list of my favorite creators this year. Love it. Let's shout them out. Yeah. So uh, two Lisas, Lisa of Okonomi Kitchen and Lisa the Via Vegan. Honestly. Great. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Consistently favorites. That's the thing. Consistently making me so hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Putting out such creative content, everything looks so good, and I, I don't know how they keep doing it. Yeah, and I also feel like that both of them had great years. Like, their content has done really well, especially Lisa Okonomi Kitchen. Oh, my goodness. She just exploded this year. But I also, like, Lisa Via Vegan has done so well on TikTok as well. Yeah. I, I Again, I don't know how. Like, Okonomi Kitchen Lisa, she was on such a, a machine. Yeah, she was grinding out content so, so, so much. And then even like lisa vegan oh my goodness she's pregnant and still putting out so much content she's making a baby right now yeah and she literally is still putting out content i can't keep up and they also both have ebooks out now so check out those ebooks yes go make all of their food yeah and support them um and then afia the canadian african oh yes she's amazing great incredible she's a great person she's also creates great content and she puts like so much effort into her content like and educating people is when it's 
can be really difficult to do that on the internet because people are rude. Mm-hmm. Um, so like highly recommend giving her a follow if you haven't followed her already. You'll learn so much. Yeah. And I, I just, I love that she has a kombucha account and like yes. somebody else who is so passionate about trying every booch right? they can find. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. And I follow her recommendations seriously. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and then Tori of Tori Halpin. Yep, yep. I <laughs> love Tori. She's great. Like, great person. Uh, she also, like, her account also did really well this year. She pet- just passed 10K. Congratulations, Tori. And she does the most adorable content about her children. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So cute. Owen and Cam are freaking adorable. Like, how are they all just always having such a fun time? It's just like it's one of those things where I'm like even when you're like stressed after a work day and you like start scrolling Instagram and you see like Owen like saying these adorable broken sentences or like Cam's big head. It's <laughs> like it just makes you smile. They're so adorable. I love them. Yeah. Oh, you just see Owen cutting up his own tofu dinner <laughs> like a pro. Right? Like Owen makes food better than most people do. What? <laughs> like and he also like doesn't make a mess it seems like. Like, I don't know if using my kitchen right now is a mess. <laughs> it was a big year for Owen. That's for sure. <laughs> it was a big year for Owen. And then Andrea of Toronto Vegan Mom. Mm-hmm. Also a very, very educational account. Andrea does so much. So much great work within animal rights, human rights, all that kind of stuff. She's incredible. Highly recommend giving her a follow. You'll learn an endless amount of things. She does a lot of work that either people don't think to do don't have the time to do she does a lot of that for people without being asked and it's incredible yeah and i feel like too especially if you're local she's always spotting the new products yeah you know she's like on top of it all mm-hmm. and then we got muriel of muriel benikisa oh my goodness her photography yeah honestly some of the best photography i've seen this year it's so good yeah so talented super friendly like really nice person she's writing a cookbook right now so excited she's she's killing it yeah she had a huge year and again the fact that she's kind of shared the process a little bit like you see sneak peeks as she's been making the cookbook throughout the year just makes me even more excited to see it yeah this is it was one of the things that i actually really really enjoyed is that she announced her cookbook so early compared to most people do like most people are like oh i've spent the last two years writing a cookbook and it's done now but like she's like no i'm just starting yeah so we get to actually see like the full journey yeah uh always on the list laura the first mess of course i just can't like even if i don't make any of her recipes i still just like love her account so much her dogs her dogs are freaking adorable they are so oh my gosh when they're like cuddling together they're such a mood i'm like yes me too they were like randomly remind me of like minions <laughs> <laughs> but they're so adorable i love her dog so much and her she's great yes she's so great just all around really good vibes from that account and she like works really hard to protect that feeling with her account and is really really attentive to like is this content working for her as a content creator so like i really respect how much she has made sure to focus on that yeah um and then a couple more that i have uh zach of zachary bird he's so funny i don't follow him oh my god you need to follow him so he's a (laughs) vegan he's coming out with another he's this is a second cookbook it's all about vegan meats and like mock meats 
He is so funny. Follow him on TikTok if you don't follow him already. But he also posts them on Instagram, so it's fine. <laughs> but, like, he's so funny. <laughs> like, as much as, like, his recipes seem great, all that kind of stuff, just follow him because he's hilarious. Okay, that's all I need to hear. Yeah, and we will definitely be doing a review of his book one day. I haven't, like, I don't think it's out yet, but I want to make some vegan meats because they look so real. Oh, my gosh. Like, when he shows, like, photos from the book, I was like, I don't, I don't understand how this isn't meat. How are we going to, is it hard, does it look hard to do? I mean, it's some of it's, like, seitan and yeah. stuff like that, so it's probably very laborious. Okay. But it looks incredible. Maybe we can do it over, like, a weekend All instead. right, yeah, we can do it. Come on, we're pros. But yeah, he's also hilarious. He makes great TikToks. <laughs> um, and then uh, my last one here is Erin from Cloudy Kitchen. She does... Cloudy Kitchen is a fully, like, baking blog. It's all about sweets and baked goods. And that's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. She's incredibly talented. Her stuff is so good. She's the one that I uh, found that cookie hack with, where you <gasps> oh. round the cookies with the cookie cutter. Yeah, she's great. She's so, so great. She did a lot, I think, for... Um, Bon Appetit, I think. I could be wrong about that. But, like, she does a lot of food media and stuff, and then she started her own blog. She's great. I really, really like her account. If you like baking, especially cookies and, like, cakes and things, she does that a lot. Uh, Highly recommend following her account. Love it. I love cookies and cakes all over my feed, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, well, we gave people a lot of stuff to check out. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And we're still going to be around, you know, watch our videos. We still got so many coming out. <laughs> yeah, we still have lots more fun fun things planned. The videos are not going to stop. The recipes are not going to stop. We to will be honest, be... I don't even remember some of the recipes, some of the videos we have coming out. <laughs> don't worry. They are all great. They're all hilarious. Yes. We're funny people. And Kat, when will the podcast be back? I think we're taking a three-week break. So the second week of January, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So we'll probably be back January 10th unless we decide, hey, we want one more week. (laughs) (laughs) Or my life is chaos because I'm going to be living in a construction zone. Uh, So we're either back the 10th or the week after. All right. We will definitely be back in January. (laughs) Yes, we're back in January. Okay. Well, this has been so fun to recap, to wrap up the year with so many favorite things. I mean, we had a fun year despite the world being kind of crappy still honestly i think the first half of the year was like super chaotic Mm -hmm. it was like weirdly it was more stressful than last year yeah (laughs) so and then but i think the later half of the year while still stressful on like what's going on in the world i think we were able to find some joy in this last half of the year yeah knock on wood we can keep that going the joy continues into 2022 and that feels so weird i can't believe it's the end of the year no. Even though this year has felt like the longest freaking year of life, it still is like, how is it over? <laughs> no, I have no concept of time. <laughs> but again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this year, whether this is your first episode or you've joined us for every single episode this year. We really, truly enjoy it. And thank you if you've checked out any of our other content and supported us in any way. We really, really appreciate it. And we hope that you had a good year. You have a good rest of the year. And we can't wait for more in 2022. Yeah. Don't forget to take time to yourself this holiday season. Yes. Rest is not a waste of time. I think I'm just going to, we should just always end the podcast telling people to take a nap. Take a nap. All right. Take a nap. Subscribe and then take a nap.
Subscribe. Take share a nap. this episode. Take a nap. Check out our YouTube videos. Two Market Girls. Take a nap. Take a nap. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go take a nap.